have ads. We want to utilize them to build the black dollar. Black Millennial is currently in search of black businesses, brands, blogs, Instagram chefs, makeup artists, and legal scammers who would like to advertise on this platform. If you or someone you know is interested, send your proposal to blackmillennialpodcast at gmail.com. Hyper about the pro, but I don't need no, the new MacBook Pros actually suck. Like they they actually aren't any better than the MacBook Air. Like in terms of performance, maybe a little bit, but like this MacBook Air is from when we first started working. Yeah. Like I got I got it. Yeah. And it's I've I'm fine. Like I just want something. It does new. all the things that you needed to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And right. more. Definitely still works for Pornhub. Which is mostly what matters. <laughs> Um, okay. All right, let's, let's start it off. Let's start it off with that. Um, <laughs> cool. So this is episode 19. Damn. That's Damn. really crazy. Damn. Damn. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking of that little girl dancing. Damn. Um, yeah, so. This is episode 19. Wow. Um, this week, um, we're going to be talking about being black. Episode title, Blacker Than the Essence Fest so far. Do you like that? I that's just that. in my... I actually was cracking up when I said um, that. Yeah, that's in your everyday vernacular. And it's also in my bios for, I think, most of you my You know what's in my bios right media. now for all my social media? What? I need money <laughs> more than I need hair. <laughs> Yo, is it really? We really had that conversation the other day. <laughs> Yo, that is so true. Listen, I don't got time to be keeping up with hair. I do not I have need time. Money. I do not have time to be keeping up with hair. I shaved all my hair off again because I don't have time to be keeping up with hair, period. Yeah. I actually saw a picture of you with hair like in my phone a couple like days ago. Else and it was like that? really long and I was just like, What who is that? Who is that? <laughs> who is she? She was a whole different she was a whole different <laughs> She's <zone>. a poser. <laughs> You're a completely different person. Yeah. Um, let's, let's rest in peace to her. So. Um, she was still fun, though. Nah, it's Always wait, a blast. Who had that song called R.I.P. to the... That was Rita Ora, damn. R.I.P. to the girl you used to see. Wow. That actually was a Drake song, wasn't it? Or did she, what, who was it? I don't know. It? Rest in peace to her career. Was it ever a career? Okay. Um. Musically. I mean, she's like... Uh, whatever um so we'll be talking about being black okay so depending on how this um episode goes because i have like a lot not even how it goes but how like the release goes um i have a lot of things that i'm working on right now and i was just telling you about that and like the that project as well um and so if this project i mean if this uh you mean my work takes me over and like i definitely the episode will be released monday but if it's like monday morning a little bit i i kind of feel like there's some people that like listen monday early like i'll be seeing that um yeah, a lot of people listen on their way to work i like, do yeah if it's like a little bit i'm gonna I'm a be there with y'all i'm gonna be doing it but i got some you know other things that um <laughs> i'm yeah, be doing he, as well this man is getting his coin okay <laughs> so <laughs> If uh, the episode comes out late, it's sponsored by CP Time. <laughs> but if it comes out on time, um, the real sponsor by is Go Get Me a Switch. Is this so? When I saw this, I was like, "This came from the other day when yeah. I told Chase." 
when I told Chase that I was going to beat him with the belt, I really never beat him with the belt ever. I, it's just a threat. Yeah. But I, oh, J, me and Jam were on the phone, and I go to Chase. Well, go get the belt for me. Right. Or go, so we go, use on you. Now go pick you a belt. <laughs> pick you which one. We used and, to call it Mr. Black. My mom used to be like, go oh, yeah. get Mr. Black. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was telling yeah, you, like, me and my cousins switch. had a uh, a belt. Like, my uncle, like, again, we never got beat with this belt, but it was, like, it was a belt that you could wear. And so we understood sometimes people get beat with belts. And this belt that had, like, like metal, it had, like, uh, like spikes spikes and stuff like that <laughs> on it. You know what I mean? He was like, yeah, this is the belt that you're going to get beat with. So we always used to call it the spicy belt. And we're just like, <laughs> we're not trying to get beat by the spicy belt. So um, that is that. Um, all right, just to recap, like, the last couple of weeks because i feel like we things have been going we've been like really busy um but i'm going back on like twitter to see like our our episodes and things so uh we talked about damn wow we had a lot of episodes talks about um yeah, we're on episode 19 yo that shit is crazy uh masculinity and femininity um very good that was episode 11 and 12 uh 13 was about religion. We don't want no devils. <laughs> we don't want no devils in that. Uh, what are you willing to do? Um, intentions and like goal setting. Uh, all of that. Apologies. Sorry, not sorry. What episode was I'm about to beat this bitch up? That was uh motives. And, <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I was gonna say motives and thoughts. That was gonna be um. That was what are you willing to do? Because okay. that was your mood for the year. Okay. I so I posted that the other day because um we're going on a trip mm-hmm. and my passport is still so I was down at the passport agency. Oh my god! <laughs> <and I was> like, <laughs> I'm about to beat this bitch up at the, at the passport agency at the United States government at the United States Postal Service. And somebody will ask me um, afterwards. Like, when I said I was, like, out in the cold, I think it was summer, said, like, oh, you out in the cold? Yeah. Uh, like, why are you out? I said, because I'm a real black man, and it's either Chardonnay will have to be out in the cold, or I will be out in the cold, so I'm well, going to just go ahead and be out in the cold. I was out in the cold the day before, because I had to go to Vital Records as well. Like, yeah, just was a big to-do, but... Anyway, we're, we're here. Know, the devil can't win. Um, all right, so we're basically up to... Here now, right? Are we? Uh, no, no, we did self care. We did self care, and then um, we did. What was last week? Last week wasn't self care. Last week was death. 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 <laughs> last week death. was death. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot yeah. of people um agreed about like a saying that hell was like a personal thing, mm-hmm. and someone wrote me and said. <laughs> Um, that their personal hell was dealing with their baby dad. That was fucking crying. Honestly, yeah. I, I, uh, that would be one. I feel mm-hmm. like that's my uh, my least, like, one of my fears is, like, just having a drawing baby mom. Like, that's why I'm, like, that's a part of my celibacy. Yeah. I mean, it's just you knowing would think that I, I would have learned by now. Don't you think <laughs> you would have learned by now? <laughs> Also, plug the, plug the John Mayer intro. John Mayer fan club. Um, <laughs> okay. 
And so here we are. Uh, a couple of things that one thing we announced in the last episode last week. So I'll let you talk about this. this is like your your project, your baby. This so, is my project. Yeah. Um, one thing that we talked about last week was I introduced the book for our Black Millennial Book Club bitches. It's lit. <laughs> um, and everybody is getting their books. I mean, we it's February already. Happy mm-hmm. Black History Month, y'all. Um, Happy Black History. It's February. Happy know, Black like, Future Month. Yeah. Okay, we'll get into that later. Okay. So. Um, so it's when this episode will be coming out, what it'll be the Monday fourth? the 4th. Yeah. Um, so this book is not a, a hard read at all. Yeah. Um, so everybody's getting their books already and you you guys will probably be done in like a week, maybe two weeks because it's really good. It's not a hard read. It's not like a novel or anything. Um, but this will be the only book for February. I'm not going like, and, but so everybody still has time to get their books. Like. Yeah, I was um, I was thinking maybe the last uh like last episode of the month we would do like a, a open discussion on it. Yeah, 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 yeah like for sure. a, yeah. Um so yeah, y'all got mad time to get your books still. Um Amazon, Barnes and Nobles everywhere has the book. Um mm-hmm. also I've been seeing like a lot of celebrities posting the book. Yeah. So continuity, it's all there. It's I saw, it's all uh, online. It was Kehlani, right? That she yeah. Posted, uh, yeah. Mhm. So everybody's uh, getting the book. Everybody's super excited. A lot of people um, that listen to the podcast, don't listen to the podcast, are hitting me up saying they already read the book and they, they're like, it's such a good read. I'm so mm-hmm, excited. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. So yeah, um, What a Time to Be Alone by The Sunflower. I'm a really, really, I'm so excited for everybody to read it because everybody, by judging by the title and like, I guess reading the excerpts are like super excited. Uh, Chanel reached out to me and was like, I'm so excited to read this. It's right on time. So. Yeah. All right, That's y'all, awesome. get y'all books. Also, um, the next books coming, some of them probably will be novels, so they're they're going to be heavier reads. So I might take a little bit more time um, for those. I actually have um, a friend of mine helping me. He actually just finished his uh, dissertation for um, his ex- his to get his doctorate, and his basically his whole dissertation was about being a black millennial. So he's helping me uh, curate some books. So I'm really excited about that. So just stay tuned and see what we have coming up next. Yeah. Um, Cool. Um, Okay. Another thing, this is like a part of, you know, the jam packed uh, month um, that is black film Friday. Uh, Mm -hmm. Black film Friday is uh, a friend of ours, French Francesca, uh is just french uh, french i mean i'm looking literally looking at her twitter right now and her her name or her drone is her name francesca so i'm trying to you know stay on brand everybody to stay on like i'll be trying to stay on brand with everybody our other friend uh verbatim jones uh verb uh that's both of their uh at names verbatim jones at v-e-r-b-a-t-u-m jones uh, and French is French Like Toast, at French Like Toast. Um, but we're hosting an event with them. Uh, French put together a, just like a black film, like uh, like festival, essentially, about love. Uh, so every Friday night uh, in February, so February 8th, February 15th, and February 22nd, uh, they're going to be showing movies at uh, the A Space at 4722 Baltimore Avenue. It's such um, a cute space, like it's yeah. such a really like a cute artistic space, right? For sure, uh, super super dope. So, um, the will be away for the eighth night, um, but 
the 15th is a Black Millennial sponsored showing of Love Jones. Love Jones. Um, Which yeah, we talked about one of my it favorite movies. On here, like previously, so I felt like it was appropriate when, like, um, you know, she that is really it, one so. of my favorite movies. Oh my god! It's incredible. I mean, it's a great movie. Do you remember when I texted you? I was like, "Where can I? Where can I watch Love Jones right yeah. now at this present <laughs> moment?" Um, but yeah, so that's that. I also, um, together, you know, a part of this, designed some posters, uh, some like movie posters. They're like these little animated versions of. Uh, the films that will be showing. So Love Jones is uh, the second night. I'm sorry. The first, February 8th, is Moonlight. Um, incredible film. Incredible black story. Uh, and then February 22nd is Set It Off. Um, and French was talking about how, like, there's different... There's so many different levels of love uh, in Set It Off. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, like the, but the best type of love in there was, like, the sisterhood. Like Right, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. The sisterhood, but also, like, the motherly love. Like, one of them was a mother, like, trying to get the yeah. sister and then, like, the low-key, well, the lesbian love with Cleo, you know what I mean? Like, it just is, like, so many That also was one of the inspirations for me shaving my head. Okay. <laughs> I feel it. Also, just a pause timeout, like, just shout out to Queen Latifah. Um, I, I One of my three things to stand, which I'll get there later, uh, is a playlist. And you uh, and ITY was on the playlist, and I, you know, like, really like listen to it listen to it you know um and then also like you know i'll be watching living single on the regular and oh, i'm and just realizing like queen latifah is a legend like is a in legend all lanes in all in lanes all lanes listen and her name is dana owens and she said y'all white people is gonna call me queen latifah <laughs> and she was in a movie with steve martin and every all the white people was like, oh y'all see queen what was latifah? That? bring it down the house right bring it down the house a fire that was such movie. a good movie <laughs> and that was such a good movie khadijah was also a legend though khadijah was khadijah a, ran a magazine ran a magazine had niggas do you remember when scooter left and she and he came back and, and she was on the one on the date she was gonna she was like well i'm busy <laughs> listen well so shout yeah. out to queen latifah um also, I feel like it's super imperative. Shout out to Don Cali. I feel like it's super imperative that y'all go back and watch Living Single. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that it's just like Jam always says, like this podcast is like an encapsulation of black culture and the time. Yeah. Like, to see them living in like all their different personalities, all their different jobs, all that, like, it, it, I, I love that show. Yeah. And I, I feel like I've I've grown to love it even more. Like I watched it growing up with my mom, but I feel like I've grown to love it even more in the past like couple months. Yeah, for sure. So go back and watch Love and Single. Shout out to Hulu for um, Shout out to Hulu for, <laughs> for getting it on. <laughs> getting it on there for us. They got all the black shows on there though. Yeah, because I'll be watching Everybody Hates Chris. Like, you know, Blackish. Uh, Blackish. Um Claws. Yeah. Huh? Claws. Okay, that's for you, <laughs> not for me. Anyway, Claus is a good um, show. Shout out to Karuchi. Okay. Um, <laughs> next week there will be a special bonus episode. That's all I'm gonna say. Right. Um, we also have surpassed five thousand downloads of this podcast. This podcast. <laughs> okay. Last. Yo, he is really funny. Wow. La- okay. 
Let's go to, I'm trying to just make it through the list now. Okay, Let's go ahead. to the mood for the week, which um, it's not necessarily about the, I was like kind of torn because, you know, I'm very black. Um, I was kind of torn about like the person speaking, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, And like the way that they, I mean, but like the way that they spoke kind of like, you know, change it up. And like, I also, uh, we'll get into it. Um, let's go yeah, into let, Let's go into the mood. Connect the dots. This is what happens. If you are in a position of power and you hate people and you want to cause suffering to them, you go through the trouble. You spend your career trying to cause suffering. What do you think is going to happen? Kids are going to be abused and they're going to kill themselves. And people are going to be beaten on the street. I have traveled the world and I have met the most marginalized people you could meet. I am lucky to have this time and the privilege to say this. This needs to stop. All right, cool. So let's 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 start by saying Juno is one of the greatest greatest films of all time. <laughs> Honestly, it is a really incredible film. Um, but also, Polly Bleeker. I think that, like, uh, you know, she had that show Gaycation on Viceland when Viceland first yes. launched. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, she went to like different places and like in you know India. Uh, where it's like, I think up until, I think it was 2016, where it just was like, not illegal to be gay. Wow. You know wow. what I mean? Like, and uh, she was in like Jamaica, where like, people get killed, black people, you know what I mean, just for being gay, you, like openly are being killed. And like, Jamaica is in a space where like, it's having, um, they've been like, starting to have like, more like, gay prides and things like that. But it's still like, dangerous for people you right. know uh and places like israel and like you know russia uh, did she go to russia because uh, russia is like so. really bad mm-hmm. yeah 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 like it just it's interesting uh she russia is... if they find out because i i think i saw this on another viceland show mm-hmm. viceland if you want to sponsor us we're we'll here love it um uh the hate that you give is, is that what it's called the hate that's a die, um, die hate no that's it no oh, that's hate a thy movie hate, Hi, thy... hate thy neighbor yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um he was in russia and they were like they were having like secret gay pride like yeah. when i mean like secret gay pride they were like banging having secret like not handshakes knocks on the doors because like you they you would have to go up into a hallway in a museum and then they would have like a closed off section where like it's just people like a mixer almost of like the gay yeah, people yeah, in yeah. the community because like yeah. the cops come and shut shit down yeah in russia like and these people were going to jail like it's crazy yeah um, so but just like the way yeah that she she genuinely has like done the research and i feel like there are like uh we're gonna talk about this a little bit in this show um but there are like white allies and at the end of the day like white people exist you know what i'm saying right. like we coexist in a space and so like i appreciate when people acknowledge utilize, number one their their privilege mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and stand out in front of it and say like hey these are the privileges that i have and as a result, like, I want to help people that have less privilege than me, period. Right. You know? Ellen, Ellen Pompey. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck with her. Fuck with her. Um, I, it's like, I ain't even going to call people out because I don't know, like, you know, you mean you might one day slip up or some, some shit. Right. 
But at the same time, like I, I would say for me and for us, for like people listening, um, I think it's incredibly important to think about where you are, right? Like uh, as a black man, I think about like black women, right? I think about uh, black trans women and black trans men. You mean I think about like black children, right? These are people that like I should be able to like not uh, like assert my privilege onto, you know what I'm saying? Right. And make sure that I'm doing whatever I can to minimize the pressure on them, you know? And so I feel like white people, you got to know, like, I'm sure or maybe there's white people that listen to this. Maybe there's not. I don't know. Who knows? But like, if there is, a good, we should take a census. We should do a poll. I'm working on a survey type thing too. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, uh, like if you're listening, the best way to like, minimize the uh it's like environmental you know what i mean like how with the environment we want to minimize like minimize your the, impact right exactly the impact mm-hmm. if you want to minimize the negative impact that you have thank you for the word um like the way that you can do that is through taking that pressure off of people right. you know what i mean and standing up and saying it so shout out to juno <laughs> <laughs> is all i really wanted to say um all right, let's get into the breakdown because this is like we in the conversation now. Um, I'm gonna ask you this, and like I did include this in case there maybe aren't necessarily people that are black, and I know that there are people that are like, you know, maybe Hispanic or people that are mixed, and we'll get into that white as with well. Spice. I know we got white some with white spice. With spice. <laughs> right, uh, seasonings, <laughs> saute. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what's your favorite thing about being black? Uh, or your favorite thing about being black, or excuse me, your favorite thing about black people, um, if you aren't black. Hmm. What's my favorite thing about being black? Um, my favorite thing about being black, I, I don't know. I think it probably because I'm a black woman being a black woman is probably like black women are literally the swaggiest people we are like culture we embody like culture like that's what like when you think about like a black mom mm-hmm. that is like everything that i see as a woman like a beyonce like even just like a regular even somebody that's not like on a stage or nothing like that like black women just embody that to me like i think that our resilience um is like one of the craziest traits ever. I, no one is more resilient than black women. No one. Yeah, definitely. I love I feel like, a black woman. I feel like black women truly are like the core of everything that black people are. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like for sure. Like uh, I mean that's it's obvious. It's like it's the mother. It's like where like they don't call it the fatherland. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, real shit though. <laughs> yeah, like everything comes from from the mother. So yeah, I feel like black women. Uh, that's as you're as you're explaining this, I'm thinking like, okay, that's all the things I love about black people. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, these like, are truly like from black women, right? You know? Like I I feel like the balance between being resilient and also being nurturing is like also like something yeah that we like that being able to be compassionate and nurturing as well as like resilient and uh 
and tough sometimes you know what tough. I mean? like handing yeah out like that, being like, able yeah tough love yeah 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 that's yeah. okay like I it's okay to get like i love black women so much yeah i'm thinking about like the aunties okay. right now like some of my aunties like uh aunts are like uh everything you know what i mean real you know um trying to think of the like who, give me a like who mary j yeah oh definitely a mary j blige aunt for sure i definitely got like a um like prestigious ish aunts you know what i mean like all stuff like that but i also got an aunt that will beat you the fuck up <laughs> believe that my aunt shelly <laughs> ask she's like uh she's actually not she's like my mary j blige aunt's best friend um and like just has been around since i was born <laughs> you know right. what i mean but also like i could be like aunt shelly right now i need you to pull up for any reason <laughs> and like it's okay i was gonna say your cousin too yeah oh my uh, listen um my cousin my i'm not gonna say her name on here yeah because but my cousin listen just know my cousin fought my grandpa for, for <laughs> my cousin fought my grandpa for trying to stop her from fighting yeah she draws let's leave that there <laughs> um <laughs> My favorite thing about being black, I think, is those things, like the things that right. I'm talking about right now. It's just like that experience that, um, okay, Amanda Seal said this in her stand up, right? When she was talking about Lift Every Voice and Sing. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was talking about how, like, during the Obama, like, when, you know, Obama first became president, she's standing in um, this, like, room or whatever of all these people that are, like, so happy. And then all the black people, like, you know, are holding hands. Black people and white people, everybody holding hands. And black people are singing, lift every voice and sing. You mean the black na- Negro national anthem. And white people are looking like, oh, they have, they're having meetings. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, there's something that must be going on mm-hmm. because, like, how do we, like, not know this song? Um, and, like, you, you definitely have access to it. Like, you could right. have, like, done that. But it's just, like, something for us that we have, like, done out of repetition or we may have done in school or you may have, like, sang at church or, like, you know what I mean? Um, or even, like, the Wu Chao, Wu Chile thing. Right. Right. How, like, um, there's, like, so many white people that are like, oh, they were saying Wu Chile. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like. like- like, what? but it's a thing that we immediately, when I see woo ch- or child, C-H-I-L-E, I'm like, it's child. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I, we have that understanding. So I think that that, like, uh, that internal, like, in-house energy that exists within all of us, you know what I mean, that we share, um, that's my favorite thing about being black. Because I think it it emanates through like so many things like when i think about being black i immediately see for the blackest thing to me is james brown is that what you get cuz i get say it loud i'm black like that's that's immediately what i get when i think about like blackness i say like i just that's me you know what i mean that's i told you what mine is what is it optimistic okay yeah 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 the yeah. blackness, do, 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 do. which is a gospel song, <laughs> but it's not really a gospel song. You hit your millie to it, right? <laughs> like it's both. It does both. It does both. Um, it gives you all the feelings, right? Um, yeah, I just love like uh, that. That's that feeling. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Immediately, like when I hear like before I let go. Also, I immediately think of a sea of black people coming right. from wherever they are to just And the, not only that, set. but the feeling you get yeah. at the cookout. Yeah. It like 
it's hard to explain, but that feeling is like when you see people that you ain't seen in a minute and blah 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 and like you at a wedding and you like you don't even know these people. You at your friend wedding. Right. You don't know these people. Right, right, right. But you right, dancing. Right. You dancing. Hitting your hitting your bop. Don't let the candy come on. It's over. Right. It's just that's a a feeling that like no matter what, even there's the like, black experience. Oh yeah, the black experience. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The black experience. I actually wanted to bring it into that. So um let's talk let's go to the second question. Uh how can the blackness or the black experience be appreciated without being appropriated? Um I think that a major key here is acknowledgement. Mm. That you when you're appropriate in order to appreciate these things, i.e. um corn rolls or baby hairs or door knocker earrings, etc. Sorry, we see you we see you Kim Kardashian. We see you Kim Kardashian. (laughs) We see you and your whole trash ass family. Like when you see these, it's about acknowledgement, mm-hmm. acknowledging these are like, this is where I, this comes from. This is, I took this from a culture that I appreciate and I acknowledge that and not just saying, oh, if white, if black people can have blonde hair, why can't black, white people rock, rock braids? Right. What? What? That's not how it works. That's not how it works. Okay, well, if um, if white people can have slaves, then why can't black people? <laughs> Explain that to me. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to keep a straight face on it the whole time, but like, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, explain that to me. But um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I think that's the number one thing. Um, and I think it's almost like you, like a, a permission almost. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's it's kind of annoying for, as a black woman to like, go, like to do things like have a name like Charnay. And people, mm-hmm. people say to me all the time, where's that from? It's actually French. But like, People don't say nothing to Michaela's. What is a Michaela? That is where a ghetto is, ass name. Yeah, where did that come from? You just from? added Ma to Kayla. That's okay. ghetto. Okay. Michaela. It was another name. It was a name Akira said, and I was like, you know what? That is ghetto. It was. It was. A, it was another name that the mm. the girls be they be naming the, the Beckys. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, like. And it's like you you have to just like acknowledge that black people have these experiences and that like we get chastised and like ridiculed for like the same exact things and white people be doing and that it's okay with like mm-hmm. having purple hair and like mm-hmm. they they're seen as artistic when we do it it's seen as ghetto mm-hmm. absolutely or long long ass nails uh kylie kylie jenner wears her nails so long and that's luxury or that's like right influencer you right know what I mean? giving like, me influencer vibes but fuck? like when we like, do it it's, it's seen as ghetto right Absolutely. and we have to like stop like having a negative connotation to ghetto because really what we're doing and you said this to me you said this to me you checked me about mm-hmm. this when I said I was going to the ghetto circus and you were like it's really not ghetto it's just black culture like mm-hmm. in, it's just hours hours like mm-hmm. and I was like you're actually right to break like, it down, like, a ghetto is really 
like uh it, like you know in multiple different types of cultures but like uh, a space of people like a little neighborhood you mean a little group of neighborhoods you know what i'm saying and a ghetto could be uh whatever of white people and in america it happens to be uh prominently black people you know what right. I mean that lives in a ghetto but really what that like brings out and uh i'm gonna talk about it a little later but like is a, a culture you know what i mean mm-hmm. um there was like a cult that i'll talk about later in this uh around in philly area but like the guy was like trying to start a culture and he like kind of did um but we'll get there later <laughs> yeah um i think that the black experience like my main thing is that people can uh appreciate the way that uh i choose to appreciate most things that i really love and enjoy like uh you know is as a spectator and as like uh i give reverence to it you know like uh i get into food a lot you know so i give reverence to like the way that i go into cooking food and like preparing my food and like you know i'm saying i put like respect on it you know i'm saying every time that i do it and right. so, like, uh, I also, for things that I appreciate, let's say, like, an artist or something, I just, like, I want to watch and I want to, like, view and take it in and, like, think about it and internalize it more than I want to, like, oh, I got to do what you do. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like uh, if people could just, uh, you know, people that are on the outside of the Black experience could appreciate it and, like, share their opinions, like, with constructive views, you know what I'm saying? on some shit like that, like, I'm all for that. Like, let's talk about the black experience because it it deserves that same reverence, you know what I mean? It deserves for us to be able to, like, speak on it positively and dissect mm-hmm. it and, like, analyze it and think about, like, all right, here are some really great things that, like, uh, are incredible in the black experience and here are some things that, you know, maybe we need to change for future generations so that it's easier for them to navigate society. Right. You know? And so, like... The way that, like, people that are on the outside of it can, like, all right, I'll give an example, perfect example. Um, I went to the the On the Run 2, and there's two groups of people. Uh, I think I told you this when this happened. Um, There's, like, uh, I see a couple down there, like, they're, like, the seats in front of me to, like, the right a little bit. Um, But, like, still, uh, it was light nigga, dark nigga, real nigga, still nigga, is on. And um, they're not saying nothing. They're just bopping their heads, appreciating. You know what I'm right. saying? This is not for me, but I do like this song. You know what I mean? I can't, <laughs> I can't relate exactly. I can't, I can't relate. Like, uh, I but can't, I appreciate like, the the art and the culture and the right. Exactly. Other songs going on, niggas in Paris. Like they was they would say that that should cry. Mm-hmm. That shit cray, but nothing else. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like a lot of the rest of this is not for me. And I like observed that and I appreciated it. Okay. On the other hand to the right of me literally to the right of me the two seats next to me are these two white girls and like i was at the show like i was seated by myself so it was just me and like i'm just you know me taking in all that's going on around um and it's two of them and same songs are on and like uh i had to tap the girl next to me and be like um excuse me you can't say nigga And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. And then, like, I think the the other song came on, and her friend, like, next to her, she was going in, and she tapped her friend and was like, oh, um, that guy said, you can't say that. Don't say it. So just know that. 
Like, I feel like we got to be on that type time and on that type tip because, like, sure, it was weird. Like, I'm, like, by myself in a space. They could be like, oh, I'm going to mace you and tell them, you know what I mean? You tried to do something to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's some very white woman shit to do. But at the same time, like, it's important for us to, like, assert that, like, this is this is ours. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And you can, like, definitely appreciate it, but you're going to have to come to it with a sense of respect. You know right. what I'm saying? You're going to have to come to it with a sense of, like, uh, I would never walk up in somebody's house and just take my shoes off. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that's also a black people thing. Uh, <laughs> what? Take your shoes off before you No, I'm off? saying, like, uh, like, be- like depend- All right, if somebody says take your shoes off, yeah, that's a thing. But, like, that's also a black person thing. You wouldn't just come in some random person's house and take your shoes off. You know what I'm saying? But a white person would be like, right. oh, can I, take- can I take my shoes off in here? <laughs> Keep your Do fucking- you mind? Do you mind? Keep Do you mind? Fucking, keep the Birkenstocks on, Hannah. Yes, Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question. Uh, is what more can we do to acknowledge the variety of black identities within the diaspora? I think it's important to realize that blackness is does not look like cookie cutter. It's not Anything. just there are black people that like anime, y'all. Yo, yeah, and do the distance. Oh, anyway, I wish y'all could have just seen. It. No, it's fine. I'm glad everybody did. Like there are there are black people. Like all of these are part of the black experience and the way that people go about things. Like like as we talk about the trans community, mm-hmm. like that's the, that's we have to include that in the black. And, and I remember in this uh, a, couple, in a couple episodes ago, I said that. Um, that lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans issues are black, black issues. issues. Period. Yeah, because this—that's a part of their experience, mm-hmm. like our experience. Like there are so many things that go into the black community and I mean experience, and it's just like we have to acknowledge that they don't always look cookie cutter exactly how we would expect them to look. Sometimes yeah. people, sometimes black people do talk proper. Yeah, they don't. Some people sometimes black people don't use ebonics, right? Sometimes, and sometimes black people also on the other side for for the black people that oh right. I like I don't speak like that. There are some people that uh, give the ain'ts and the finnas. You know what I mean? Who's all me? the time. I be at work. I be at work. My boss actually texts me. All, she loves me. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. she is from that down south, and she mm-hmm. is a white lady. She probably has never seen black people. She texts me every <laughs> day. I'm I no. She loves me. She just texted me and said, I'm crying, yo, in my voice. Oh, my God. I, I swear to God. Wow. I'm crying because I am consistent. Like, I, yeah, you are. That's one thing I can definitely say that you are who you are to everybody. Because when we worked <laughs> at a previous job, you was the same way to the boss and to the janitor. <laughs> Period. But that's that's definitely a way to be. Um, like, so, and the thing is that we can't, you can't look down on people like that. That's a part of the black experience as well. Yeah, like, Absolutely. Like the, every person, diff- every person, every person that you see that's black is black, period. Right, period. Any, you know what I'm saying? And like uh, even people that you don't see uh, or that maybe don't necessarily look as black as you think that they are. You mm-hmm. know I mean, that's a part of like blackness. Like uh, I actually have this like uh, I love this I tweet love from uh, O'Nelly at O'Nelly four underscores before or excuse me, at four underscores Nelly, N-E-L-L two Y's, Y-Y. Um, 
who she's just talking about her who is a part of the ball bitch club the bad bitches at her ball it's a couple of us <laughs> it's happy birthday it's um it's lee's birthday okay lee's birth- the ball yeah. bitch club lee lee oh, okay okay okay, mm-hmm. okay oh happy birthday happy birthday i didn't see that mm-hmm. um that's so that's a lot yeah. of people in february born but um yeah, uh, she was just essentially saying that uh, she says she's, she, she's she has a fair skin. Yeah, she also has blonde, bald, short hair. She's so cute. Yeah, but she has a super fair skin. So go ahead, read. read um, them. she said, "I had a I had a white aunt say to me, um, I didn't know you considered yourself a black woman after I had to check her about uh, grandmother, you know, supporting Trump, which altered altered our relationship completely." I remembered having uh, so much anxiety about meeting my family members from down south for the first time uh, and them not liking my mom or accepting her because she was a white woman, especially having to check my dad, uh, excuse me, having to check my dad, especially in front of my mom. uh, So she also knows and understands why what he's saying is wrong and degrading when he makes comments about black women being confrontational, aggressive, spiteful, and reminding him uh, he has a black mom, black sisters, a black daughter, and a black granddaughter. Um, so I, I, the question was, uh, what are the, some of the challenges of being biracial, right? Because like that's uh, as as much as you might want to like sometimes identify with like one specific side of your race, you know, mm-hmm. um, you you always have to deal with the other, right? There's mm-hmm. always like a familial portion that. Uh, that um- there was uh you remember to the show the therapist on viceland yeah 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 v- viceland cut us the check come on um vic mensa was on there and he okay, yeah, said yeah. that a part of the reason why he and vic mensa is very active in the black community and like um he, he said that a part of the reason why he is like that is because he never felt he belonged to one side or the other mm-hmm. he said that he had light skin Mm-hmm. And so the black kids was like, your mom's white. Yeah. You're white. And then the bla- and then the white kids was like, you don't look like us. And you got a little too much spice for us. <laughs> a little too, too much seasoning. So it's hard <laughs> to like, know, yeah. you know, identify with what you're supposed to be, you know, who you're supposed to be around, who you're supposed to hang out with, et cetera. Absolutely. Um, and that's a part of their experience. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's a part of his experience as a black man, because essentially he's still a black man. And like now, when it comes down to it, he's getting, you know, racially profiled and um, getting kicked off of airplanes and he's never experienced. There's this guy. um, I don't know if you uh, know him. His name is Colin Kaepernick. Um, (laughs) But he's uh, he you know, all the things that he's doing for the black community. um, He also has a white mom. Mm -hmm. Right. And like I I always have felt like and, and this is like a internalized thing that like I had to check because I felt like, all right, if you got a black mom then you be like, right. you know what I mean? Like, that's just it. <laughs> <laughs> right. But also, like, your white mom had to do something. You know what I mean? Right. Like, she, she was on something. Because you out here, like, I don't give a fuck. I'll, lo- I'll lose it all for it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and so I, I fuck with that. I appreciate that. Shout out to Colin Kaepernick forever. Forever. Um, okay. Let's uh, move into... I don't even know what this section is. There's just four four black men that we need to talk about. Um, one positively, no, two positively, two negatively. <laughs> Let's call this two up, two down. Okay. Okay. Let's start with the first. Um, first one, Jussie Smollett. 
like first of all uh i send whatever blessings and peace like i can i know you know the power that god's given me to like send that to you you know um but also to the people who uh did the things that they did to him um every so they uh, curse that i can send i'm sending that to y'all they essentially put him in a noose yes put a noose around his neck put poured bleach on poured bleach on him they were like trying to drag him like with the drone on his neck they were calling him a nigger and a faggot we're gonna talk uh-huh. about that in one second and how like it's not one or the other and it's both you right. know um and uh it was like they were saying this is maga country they had on like trump shit shit with i guess like things to show you know I me mean, whatever that they were racist okay Okay, guys. I don't know. If so I'm... that's where the the clip came from. Um, that's what that's Ellen Page was was exactly referring to was referencing. She was, talk- mm-hmm. was she was talking about um that incident in yeah, like yeah, basically yeah. Uh, okay, so um, I, the... can't, I can't even like get words to talk about it. The only thing that I can say um safely right now is um yeah not a lot um it okay (laughs) let's let's talk about this one quick thing that uh it was an attack on his race yeah like there's a lot of people saying like oh like it's more important that it's uh was an attack on his on his race because he was black they could like clearly see that he's black right they Uh, also knew right they also knew who he was right and they were like intentional about what they were doing you know what i'm saying and so they also called out his sexuality. So it's not one or the other. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And that's why we have to stop. Like, that's a, a thing. We never talked about it on this this pe- podcast. But, like, I'm sure plenty of people heard the term. It's called intersectionality. It's when you can understand the, like, the plight of someone else's danger and the things that they have to go through. Mm-hmm. You know? And so you're able to apply the same type of protection that you would want for yourselves to them. And so I, c- I don't see like oh this per- it was a gay thing or th- it was like you attack somebody that could potentially look like me or go through you know similar or that, di- you that know experiences is literally as me. when it when it happened for me um and i i feel like i am surrounded by so many gay black men because that's who i, I mean they love me yeah <laughs> <laughs> they do um but a lot of my friends are gay black men openly gay mm. will like say anything it doesn't they're not closeted so it's like this could have been anyone that i know Mm -hmm. this could have been anyone that i know and that's for me was like like these people are really crazy and they're really out here just with these batteries in their back Right. And like, that's what they feel like. Okay. This is amplified. Like I'm right. I'm correct in this Mm -hmm. space. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's, uh, you know, everybody says like, Oh, I don't want to like, uh, you know, I don't want to call this out or I don't want to say like, um, that, you know, we got to go to war and it's like, we don't got to go to war or some shit, but like literally in nature, uh, nothing changes other than through violence period. Like the way that like, uh, fucking uh, volcanoes happen, right? They happen, they, like, violently erupt. You feel what I'm saying? The way that fucking, uh, the, like, the tides hit the sand, you know what I'm saying? Even it's if it's through, not, like, physical like, violence is going right. to need to be 
some type of some type volatile. Of, yeah, something is going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and that's that like it's just it's just human nature. They didn't get it from us like uh or they didn't you know what I mean take it from whoever they took it from like nonviolently. You know right. what I mean? And so that's just that. Shout out to I'm actually about to look up this this article. There was a professor He's a black professor uh that was like um in trouble kind of recently basically and he he said some shit like basically what i was just saying that's what i was um repeating okay i'm gonna have to come back and like look back into it because now it's black history month so everything has the word black in it <laughs> um but basically i think it, oh it was at university of georgia uga i remember that um but basically, he uh, he they wanted to fire him. Um, yeah, okay. It says he was an assistant. His name. Sorry, y'all, I'm holding it up. I'm gonna clean this up. Um, Irami, Irami Osei Frimpong. Uh, he essentially was like just he has a YouTube video. I'll actually try to post the link in here, I believe. Um, but he was saying that. Like, you know, like, uh, he talks about nonviolent militancy, you know what I'm saying? Like, and like, hey, you don't have to be violent, but there does have to be some sort of, like, collective, you know what I mean, that decides, like, all right, this is what we're going to do. Um, And so I'll link the article in his, like, YouTube video, but he's a professor, um, and there were, like, a lot of, you know, people, because especially it's in Georgia, um, who didn't appreciate his words, and so they were saying they're going to pull funding or to pull their alumni things or, you know, whatever from the college. And so obviously now they're trying to get him fired and whatever. So shout out to him. Stay solid, black man. And uh, we're going to post up the link to his, you know, stuff in the description to this. Um, Terry Crews and D.L. Hughley. So this is where we go from up to down. Um, do you, you saw this discussion? No. Okay, <laughs> okay. So D.L. Hughley's trash. We already know that because he was he the worst in the Kings the of Comedy. Worst. Um, he is the worst. But anyway, he has this little like uh, he has a radio show which is not better than Steve Harvey's morning show. Once again, just like your show wasn't better. Like you're just a little trash guy. You know, <laughs> you wait. Time out. While we're here, you know that D.L. Hughley basically wished um the death of his child to happen, and like it did. Yeah, well, okay. it was, he got his mistress pregnant. He got his mistress pregnant, yeah. And then she wouldn't get an abortion, and he said that he wished that the baby would die. Like, and he then, wished the baby was just, like, this whole situation would go away, and then, yeah, the baby was killed by um, someone else. Mysteriously. Right. Wait, wait, wait. I gotta look more into that. Okay. Um, but you but, didn't, like, didn't his wife, like... His they wife like paid the paid person the off. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that. He's a terrible, shitty human being. Um, but he was talking to Terry Crews. Like they were talking via Twitter because of something I guess that he maybe said on his radio show, and then was tweeting about was like um, Terry Crews basically like should have punched this guy. You mean like whatever? Just still saying all the shit from like you know the situation that happened with Terry Crews being like touched or whatever by someone, and he's explaining like. Yeah, I just can't. That's like not how you react, you know. Right. And he said, uh, basically, D.L. Hughley's like, you know, when somebody touch or like 
you know, or do something weird with me or like somebody's like acting a fool or what I think that's what he said. He said, when somebody's acting a fool, like you should definitely like, you know, everything goes out the window and you can like put your hands on them and uh, or you should slap the shit out of them. And Terry mm-hmm. Crews said, so I should slap the shit out of you right now. <laughs> and that's just not like, that's not the way. So like we talked about this jam, mm-hmm. um, Amanda Seals was on live the other day and said that, um someone invaded her space yeah and that's all and essentially that's all this that was was an invasion of his personal and private space Mm -hmm. and what someone said on twitter was um y'all niggas go to work every day and y'all boss talks to you any kind of way Mm -hmm. say anything to you do whatever to you ask you to do whatever or if we want to get if we want to bring it down Y'all niggas be standing on the corner every day getting young mm-hmm. boy, telling niggas telling y'all to go run to the store to grab a Dutch. Okay. And you don't be smacking nobody. Okay. So there's that. Y'all go to work every day and y'all let y'all managers and y'all boss talk to you however. Do whatever. You don't feel comfortable in certain situations. You don't want to do certain things. Do you smack people? You got they put pickles on your burger at McDonald's and you didn't even go back around <laughs> to the drive thru and tell them you didn't want it. He just picked like, them off. Like Please. Please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um last oh, person so the boyfriend. Okay, I'm reading this DL Hugley thing. The boy the girl's boyfriend. Yeah, killed uh, killed the I baby. I think killed the baby. But I feel like that's some weird ass shit too. Like off of what? A check from DL Hugley? Mm. I'm not here to start conspiracy theories. Also, fuck YouTube. Apparently they ban conspiracy theories. Yeah, so like, yeah. And you know that's my shit. I was literally just up all night, like looking at them. That's the why you day. weren't up on time? Um Blueface, no, this was wasn't last night. Oh. Blueface, um, worst name, worst rapper, best worst, face, like, um, best face. <laughs> he looks so good. He is an idiot, though. Worst songs. Did you like, see the? Did I send you that video of Mary Kate and Ashley? Ashley doing the bust down Tatiana. First of all, what the fuck is that? Like bust down Tatiana. Hey, hey, I can't wait to hear that when I'm out. I hate you. Um, yeah, he just... All right, the, the reason why I really didn't fuck with him, because I don't just like these new, like, tattoo on the rap. I mean, tattoo on the face, on the rappers. face rappers. Yeah, that, they, that like, confuses me, and you, like, have no future in anything. Um, turn that off. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, you... Yeah, you have, like, no future doing anything, and so, like, I just can't fuck with it. But anyway... Um, he was in a strip club and like it was a strip club there's different types of strip clubs some of them is you throw money on the floor strip club some of them is hey let me just hand you right in your hand what you need you know what i'm saying let me like tuck it on you whatever he's like throwing money on the floor and he's like look at these uh new york bitches like they be uh like like roaches you know I mean as soon as you throw some ones so he kept throwing it and obviously i'm at my job to get money you know right. what i'm saying and so like that's what like that's on some shit where you at the fucking Wendy's and you whatever and somebody and you throw, throw the, some money. And you throw the money. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like or like just, put the, I hate people put the money not in your hand. Like right. Just hand me the money. Right, right, right. Like I mean, not saying at a strip club you have to. I mean, sometimes you got those some ones on. Right, top throw of them. some ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sometimes if you, you if that's like, but they standing like at the bar. These are just like like you know what I mean. It's not it's not that type of situation. So it's on the same type of shit that Young Thug when he was on that uh shit at the airport. You know what I mean? With the girls and like he was calling them roaches and you blah blah. blah. Hey, I'll give you ten stacks to quit your job right now. Like, 
Come on, just respect. You sounded it really. That was a really good, good young, young thug, thug impression. I know. I wow. have, um, but anyway, um, anyway, young thug's black mom made him go back and apologize. So well, that's right. There's that. Okay, um, we reached a section called weird white people shit. Um, shout out to Travis. Shout out to Travis. Um, for you know starting that. Um, couple of things in weird white people shit. Um, we're not going to do something to add to. Okay. We're not going to do like tweets on fire. Cause that kind of just was the two up, two down. Um, the second shut in is, uh, we're just, this is a celebration month. So there's that, um, weird white people shit. It's really just a section of Netflix. Actually, this is all Netflix stuff besides the Buzzfeed thing. Um, but yeah, it's a section that Netflix should, uh, invent. And obviously, cut us a check for it. We're gonna give you know Trav his piece, everything. Travis needs his cut for for the tweet. Um, but there's a lot of weird white people shit that's been going on on Netflix, and we're gonna discuss that in one second. Um, BuzzFeed basically is just laying off all their employees, and they're just really shady. Um, I just think that we should not support them. I think you guys should look more into it. I'm not gonna discuss it too deeply. Um, but I also low key want to say. The journalism industry is crazy, and it's also crazy that, like, like uh, I know with, like, Afropunk, I'm not going to go too deep into it, because, you know, who knows who listens to this, John? But, like, Afropunk did a, a similar thing, like, letting go a lot of people, right? And then there's, like, a lot of other people who was like, oh, you know, I'm about to just jump into these positions, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's cool, but, like... You are. They already made it very clear, like how they, they feel about employees. Right, right you know how they don't saying? value so, their employees. Right, just make sure you go into it with the same type of energy, you know. Um, just knowing that, like, this is what it's going to be. But mm-hmm. this week in weird white people shit. Um, you watch the Ted Bundy John the whole thing or no. like what of it? Did not okay. watch the whole thing. You watch? You couldn't convince me. I watched what I watched at your house and then like another episode. Okay. I just think it's crazy this nigga got out multiple times. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. That's what I'm not understanding. Yeah, because, like, this is what I do understand. They trust white people. Yeah. Like, when people trust white people. And that's the same thing they said about um, Billy um, McFarlane. What's his name? Billy McFarlane, yeah. Um, that white he's not name. a genius. Whitest name. His name is white as fuck. <laughs> um, he's not a genius. He is a white man with privilege. Right, and he just utilized that. To, he like, utilized it to spaces. navigate and take advantage of people. Yeah. Same thing Ted Bundy did. Literally, um, yeah, Ted Bundy definitely a weird killer. He was killing like young, like white girls. Like he was just a serial killer, and all, like, uh, like it's just weird. Isn't dog. it weird like, how how Ted Bundy was a serial killer, and then they had a show? No, that was Al Bundy. Yeah, I know, but like, why are you? Why, I wouldn't even use. Oh, that's true. Like, I don't know. That was weird to me. But that was a good show. I actually really like that show. What was that, John? It was called Love and Marriage? Or was that just the intro? Um, I forget what it's called. But I know that it was actually... I watched it, but it was, like, racist, I think. All in, he the, was like all racist. in the family? I don't that know. Was... Hold on. I'm going to find okay. it. Um, also that was the mom. On... The mom was on Smart House. Bundy. Shout out to her. Yeah. yeah, she was. She was that Smart House. That's you. <laughs> Um, um okay also what? abducted in plain sight oh God. i don't want to like talk about this too much if people haven't watched it 
Um, but people are starting to watch it. People should watch that. Married with Children. Married with Children. That's what it was. Okay. Um, he was basically like a mega, an early mega. Uh, Al Bundy was. Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah I can. He like blamed other people yet. for him not having like a good job and like like pre Roseanne. Yeah. 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 Okay. I feel it. Um. Yeah. Abducted in plain sight. Y'all should watch that. Uh, it's interesting if you like, like the trigger warnings are like any type of, any type of sexual, sexual, sexual assault, molestation, like um, also like incest ish. Yeah. Incest. Like kind of not really, but like, but like close enough. That shit is weird to me. Yeah. It's super Um, weird. Like, and even as a parent, as a parent, be careful watching it. Cause it's like, like just super weird. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the concept of like abducted in plain sight basically is like, you know, somebody didn't get abducted, but like all the things that would be happening when you were abducted was like happening while they like the parents were around essentially. Yeah. It's um, super strange. Weird white. Also, people. let's have to, let's um just say that these people were Latter-day Saints, so they were like Mormon, like super super Mormon. Um okay, speaking of which, there's a Which uh, is like incest, they like not incest but like they do like the sister wives stuff yeah, and like yeah, yeah. you know um there's another series i just watched i guess it got recommended to me because of all this weird white people shit i've been watching um called um inside the criminal mind on netflix and like the i think it's like four episodes but i think one episode is like serial killers or something the other i didn't watch it that one the only two that i watched were um cult leaders which i'm like i would my resume is looking good for one you know um you said in the last episode you want to be a pastor so yeah i'm getting closer and closer um cult leaders and then the other one was like crime lords so they were talking about like uh el chapo they're talking about fucking uh pablo escobar they're talking about like uh al capone like you know what i mean just different like going into like their minds and like what they like How their thought they, yeah they actually analyzed it on a level like with the crime lawyers like a lot of people that get into doing crime and shit like uh one they like are trying to get out of poverty mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but then they also like uh the reason why they're loved by their communities is that they come back and they like re-energize the community with the money that they're making for absolutely you mean, through the crime you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. go ahead um, you actually, said you have one too um i'm watching right now the assassination of gianni versace okay is that a weird white bullshit Yes, because yeah. um, it goes a lot deeper. It it um goes a lot deeper into the serial killer Andrew like Kun- the Cunanan. Yeah. yeah, the murderer, um Andrew Cunanan, who was a serial killer before Versace. Versace was just his last murder. Mm. Um, so he he killed about three or four people before. Um, and they said that you know after it's been like he had multiple personality, not, um, like a personality disorder. Like he mm-hmm. was like a pathological liar and like. But he was like a serial killer and he was like obsessive to the point where like he was making up these stories and like following Gianni Versace and like it was like super weird. But um, Penelope Cruz in that John was really good. Was real banging. I also um, remember that one scene that was like uh, where he had the guy with like the plastic thing on his face or whatever. And he cut the little hole in the thing for him to breathe. Yeah, well, um, which one? I don't know. Well, I just I never even watched a series. I just was watching it with someone at one oh, point yeah. and I saw that yeah. scene and I was like, yeah. Whoa, this shit is too intense for me. Yeah. Um, it's like it that it's like super graphic. Um Yeah. 
But I mean, it's it was like the the visuals. I think were really good. And it, shout out well, to Pen- Penelope Cruz. Were good. Really, really, really good. It's really. I'm only like four, four, four or five episodes in, but it is so good. I mean, the OJ one because these are American crime stories. The yeah. OJ one was amazing. Yeah. Um, and this one was it was really what really good. But I think it has a lot to do with um the casting. They cast really good people. Yeah, um, for sure. And also like the character development. Like they go mm-hmm. so so deep into these characters. Um, I mean, and it's on FX, so yeah. FX be like killing shit. Definitely, definitely. Uh, last one for me. I'm actually gonna like launch right into. Do you have three things to say? In? No, go ahead. Yeah, I do. I mean, okay, you do. Okay, go, yeah. I'm just gonna like go right in because this last thing and weird white people shit is actually one of my three things to stand. Weirdly, um, I don't know why this is this. No, I don't want it to be. Okay, now it is. I already said it. Um, okay, is this movie called Get Me Roger Stone? Uh, it's a uh, a like political documentary that's on Netflix, and essentially Roger Stone is this guy who uh, he just got arrested about uh, maybe a week or two ago within like the Donald Trump like Robert Robert Mueller like investigation mm-hmm. that's been going on. Um, but it really goes into the fact that like. A lot of the different political shit that's been going on since like the 70s with like Republicans and pushing for this like real hardcore like racist agenda, you know what I mean? Has been going on like like he's been well before in the Donald background Trump. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well he's honestly he's been friends with Donald Trump and trying to get Donald Trump to run for president since the 80s. Wow, you know what I'm saying? Has been pushing for this shit to happen. He his like a uh, person that he's a big like a fan of that he has a tattoo of on his back is Richard Nixon, you know, the what? one part, like the president that was impeached. And he was like there with Richard Nixon, like, and became his friend and shit. And was trying to be like, look, it don't matter. Fuck these people. Like we here to, to win. Like we here to, you know what I mean? Just on some right. like real fucked up shit. And it's like, it made me think on two sides on, you know, two different things. One, fuck this shit. Like that's drawling. You know what I mean? But on right. the other side, like, oh, if you, if y'all playing like this, I got to at least be playing like that. Right. Yeah. It's so, crazy that. It's like, I know you never watched House of Cards, but it's exactly like House of Cards. Yeah, yeah. this is literally just a documentary about real House of Cards, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's that. Uh, number two is actually another documentary about, damn, I've been on my, I guess, watching shit uh, a lot this week. But this is a podcast that I listen to called The Nod, um, N-O-D, really good. They tell, like, untold or, like, you know, black stories um things that just are in history that have happened uh with you know black people that we just don't know about like this thing that i'm gonna talk about happened in philadelphia uh there's a guy in the 1920s 30s well it was like the 20s through i think he died in 1965 uh his name was father divine and um he there's a documentary coming out called father's kingdom it'll be out actually february 5th is to is the day after this comes out so tomorrow to this um but yeah, it's it talks about how he was essentially a cult leader um, because he had people like move into this commune to these like communities with him um, and like turn over all their money and all of this stuff. But he was also like highly respected by the community mm-hmm. um, and highly respected by like politicians. Uh, and this was in Philadelphia. Like they apparently they still have a house. Like that's what this new documentary is about. They have a house in Gladwin. Wow. Um, and like, uh, he had people change their names. Like this one lady, they all change it to something like super Christian. Uh, and this lady, her name was meekness faith or like, that is still her name. 
loved um, it. Right? Ain't that kind of a fire name, though? That's a fire <laughs> name. <laughs> uh, I wanted to name my next kid Kwame, but... Or Stokely. Okay. I mean, we talked like, about that before. Yeah, People yeah, always yeah. give me help for that. Um, no, I like that name, though. Um, and it can be a word, girl. Yeah. But anyway, Meekness Faith. Um, meekness. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, all as all of that is like going on with this guy, he also believes that he's God. Um, and so I'll leave it at that. The episode of The Nod is called uh this is what I love. It's called Finesse God. Like <laughs> it's like finesse da 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 god G O D question mark. And so uh listen to the nod, really great podcast. Um last thing for me, oh Spotify has this dope ass playlist called uh, black girl magic and like you know sometimes you see certain shit and you just like all right this is like about to be you know it could be like corny and like a lot of these brands like for black history month there's this senator uh who like she posted a black history month thing this is a white lady and it just looks so like it's basically like a kwanzaa thing that was like flipped to say happy black it's history month hip. yeah <laughs> like it was so just clueless. yeah it's just so like standard and like whatever and bullshit but um anyway spotify's playlist is really good it's really good it's like six hours long it introduced me to like a lot of some of these like uh black women artists that like i'll be hearing about that i don't really get into because i just listen to like things that came out before i was born mm-hmm. um but like rico nasty Love um, her. i think be baby mother um, i've never heard of that no uh, that's a yeah so it's like bby mother um there's uh like i can't even pronounce some of these people's names that's you know i'm old um and in that song that my sister used uh, who the bad ass bitch that nobody heard that john that john is uh lola wolf that's um zoe kravitz john um bops yeah i didn't know yeah okay so that was on there they have bops no i know i just i've only listened i have like two songs that i really fuck with by them bop um but Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Franco, bop. Uh, I'll put the link to that Spotify, the Black Girl Magic playlist in this as well. Um, but yeah, so those are my three things to stand this week. My three things to stand. First, I'm going to start with Normandy. We're gonna talk about a uh, black girls that's rocking. Okay. Normandy, bops. Yeah. Is it okay, Normani? Normani, I. We do this every episode. It's okay, but we're gonna talk about this after. I need, we got to do an after show with me and you to talk about some things. But Normani, I think Normani, Normani. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, I think it's Normani. No, it's Normani. I know for a fact it's Normani. <laughs> okay, I'm low key Normani Hive. Are you? We'll talk about it after this. Okay, yeah, I <laughs> love her, love her stand because you want to know. I was actually talking about this the other day. Actually, last night, um, somebody was like, you know, it's not that many girls like the girls that dance anymore mm-hmm. SZA doesn't really dance Ugh. or sing or sing <laughs> you know like summer walker don't dance her we barely see her face like mm-hmm. the girls don't dance no more we're not gonna have a beyonce or a, a rihanna or like because the girls don't dance normani Can rihanna dance oh yeah she'll be doing routine rihanna dance rihanna be having the choreo yeah i feel it she'd be having the choreo i mean when she dances when she's on tour yeah when she's on tour i feel like some some like now uh girls just be moving around they just stand with the mics i mean okay yeah anyway not choreo yeah i feel that i feel that gives it to the girls okay 
Yeah, she was in a group, and she was she definitely was in, like the yeah. standout of the. No, group. No, she wasn't the standout. It was actually Camilla who left the Fuck. group first. No, nah, I feel like she wasn't a Camilla standout. Camilla Cabello, she her album was, was good. She left the group first. They wanted her to go solo to first. Uh, I mean, to the whites. So. Right. But she, Normani was the standout because she was the only black girl, and but she oh, definitely. She, that's why she was a standout to me because <laughs> I was like, oh, who's the black? <laughs> who's the black girl? <laughs> I like. She that. was. What was that little? What was that group called? Um, you about to say Little Mix? That's fucked up. It was Fifth Harmony. <laughs> Yo, you drove. I be knowing shit, but like I don't even care about the shit. But I be at least knowing shit. <laughs> Little mix, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's my first thing to stand. My second thing to stand. Um, you ever see Uptown Girls with, with Brittany, Brittany Murphy? Murphy. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, um, rest in peace to Brittany Murphy. That was a tough rest loss for me. Um, just like Mac Miller was. Like that was another one for me. Um, cause she. Had, she had good movies. Like, another movie she was in was Riding in Cars with Boys. So I'm just going to mm. say in Brittany Murphy. Riding in Cars with Boys okay. was um, a movie with Drew Barrymore and her, and they both got pregnant at, like, 16, back in, mm. like, the like, 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, like, a really good movie. So it talks, it's, like, about single moms and... Okay. It just... I like... I t- said this before. I like when, like, we get shows and t- in t- movies and shit about how white people are shot, too. So that's all okay, that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and do I have like a third 13. thing? Like thirteen. Oh, that was such <laughs> a good movie. That was such a good movie. Um, do I have a third thing? Oh yeah, I think you. Well, um, you should talk about the episode. Okay. Yeah, that was actually. Um. So another since I was talking about uh riding across the boys and single moms, um. Yeah, like we. I'm sure y'all have saw we've been posting it everywhere. We recorded on um our friend Summer. Um we recorded on her YouTube channel. Um I I don't even know what we call. It's just like a group of our friends that are all single moms um and we have a group chat and it was called the Smut Moms. We've we talked about it on here. Um before that we are just single moms that are just friends and we offer support to each other. So we created a YouTube video and just answered some questions and just did like an open forum talk of just shit that single moms go through, mm-hmm. um, young single moms. Um, and we got like in the first day, we got like over a hundred and something views and people are continuing to reach out. Um, so I guess what um, I guess I'm standing. My third thing would be transparency. Because um, a lot of people are like just reaching out to us and like um, a lot of people I don't know because, you know, it's from it's on YouTube, uh, Summer's YouTube. So like people are hitting us up like um, me and take care of yourself. Y'all at take care of yourself. Um, we're on the channel um, hitting us up like, you know, like, I really could relate to everything y'all was saying. And like it was really refreshing to see that like other people are going through the same things and like you, y'all talking about, um, you know, certain things because we were like candid i said the other day um that like my transparency is probably the number one thing that my number one trait about myself that i appreciate because um i feel like it helps people not feel alone and like feel and i feel like that's one thing that you go through as a single mom you feel really isolated and you feel um alone and like you you can't connect to people yeah and it's just you and this fucking baby um <laughs> and that is something that a lot of people have been reaching out to us saying that they they you know really appreciate us for for doing it 
So that is my last thing to stand. And go watch it. Even a lot of people that aren't moms even yeah, reached out to me. Um, reached out to me and said that, you know, like they appreciated hearing us talk about it. You know, I talked about postpartum depression in there. I talk about um in the second episode, which will be out next week, um we talk about co parenting, which is a big thing. <laughs> um so yeah, just watch that. Okay. Um, do you have a closing mantra? I have one if you don't. Go ahead. Okay. Um it's not a bad one. It's actually said, a good fuck one. That shit. Fuck that shit, man. <laughs> um This one is uh anything that reemerges from my past must be in alignment with my present and future. Mm, I felt that. I feel okay. that. So that's all. That was actually for you. You know how you be giving them for me? Thank you. That was yours. Thanks. I um, appreciate it. Okay, great show. Um, we will see you in like two weeks, kind of, but y'all will still have some content to hold you over. So yeah. um, see you soon. Bye. Bye.